Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 17 of the Walk with Ethan Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Black. My co-host, John, is with family today, so he couldn't be on the show. But you can follow this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Speaker, and iHeartRadio. So today we're going to run out the shows from Monday, March 13th through Thursday, March 16th. So we're going to start off with Dark Elevation. You get my full thoughts on the unofficial W podcast on the wrestling audio feed. So we have Emery Sakura defeating Sara 3 minutes and 16 seconds. We have Jake Hager defeat Levi Shapiro in a minute 54. Maria Shafir defeating Monty Mayra 2 minutes and 45 seconds. Ringwar 6 minutes touching. Brian Cage defeat Jack, Car- Jack Cartwheel 4 minutes and 39 seconds. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Butcher and Blake Fiend Madeleine's Creed and Finney Marasso 2 minutes and 11 seconds. In a program match, the Ring of Honor Women's Champion, Athena defeating Ender Madu, 2 minutes and 41 seconds. Best Friends, Chuck Taylor, Jay Barrett, defeat Online Star with Charlie, 4 minutes and 1 second. In the main event, the Lucha Bros, Pentagon Jr., and Ray Phoenix defeating the Wingman's Peter Avalon and Ryan Nemeth. So that's Dark Elevation. Now we'll do... Sorry, there's one sec there. So we'll do DDT and Paul Wrestling. That was on March 13th. So we had Hirajima, Great Gokan, and Masaki Kid defeating Antonio Honda, Macho Gallows, and Diablo McIntyre for Divine Punishment. 10 minutes and 6 seconds. Then we had Damnation DAs, Canyon and MJ Paul defeat Hideki Okatani and Yua Koroku via DFL driving nine minutes and 43 seconds. In a 5 on 3 handicap rumble match with Paramones, that's Yuki Ino, Danshuki Dino, and Yamahito Amanara defeating Yusuke Okada, Pokoten, Chris Brooks, Kasuma Sumi, and Temen Tag Champ and KOD Tag Champ, Shama Katsumata via over the sexy dose on Katsumata, 19 minutes and 19 seconds. And a four on two handicap balls cap anywhere match with Tora Owashi and Yoko Sakaguchi defeating Katsushi Hara, Soma Tako, Gota Ahashi, and Kyugo Nakamura. PK on Hayara to 13 minutes and 9 seconds. Wait to see an Endo and Keisuke Ishii defeat Akito and Transam Hiroshi via Burning Star Press on Hiroshi, 11 minutes and 40 seconds. And an untometry extreme team. Junior Akiyama defeating the 2023 D Generations Cup winner Takashi Masta via Explorer Suplex 11 minutes and 46 seconds. In the main event, we had six man tag team match. We had 10 man tag team champion and KOD tag team Mo, KOD Openweight Champion Yu- Yuji Hano and Makoto Oshi defeat Haramo, Kachushana Huda Gucci and Yoki Ashina team of Yoki Nada via King Kong Sleeper on Yuki 15 minutes and 34 seconds. So that was uh, DDT. Now we'll go to New Japan Cup Night 7. This is March 13th. Excuse me. This is the second round matches. Continuing, so we had both clubs at strong Opoi Jim Kenta and Chase Owens defeat number Opoi six-man tag at Renderita and Oscar Lube. VSC trigger nine minutes and 26 seconds. In our second match, we had... 
the number of boy team Tomatonga and Shira Umino defeating Team DK's television champs Nigel Jaber and Kosei Fujita via Gunsun on Fujita. 10 minutes and 55 seconds to give us a little preview of the Sack Saber Jaber Umino uh, second round match from this mm-hmm. past Wednesday. In our third match, we had House of Torture Show and Yuji Takahashi defeating just four guys as Taka Michinoku and Taiji via Pim Juice on Michinoku. Nine minutes and eight seconds. We had, you know, Empires, Aaron Graham Cotton, and Kyle Fletcher defeating Volkov's as El Fantasmo, David Finley, and Ghetto by submission via Sheep Killer, 11 minutes and six seconds. Give us a little preview of the Great Okan, David Finley, second round match, also on Wednesday. In 10 man tag team match, we had Los Angeles Always Day opponents, KO, PW23, Jim Shingo Takagi, Junior over Jim Hiro Takahashi, Sonata Bushin to see a defeating Chaos as IWGP tag teams, Hiroki Goto, Yoshihashi, Leo Rush, Yo, and Tomoro Ishii, via Pump and Bomber on Yo, 12 minutes and 16 seconds. A little preview for the uh, Junior Boy Tom match on the finals of New Japan Cup, and also Sonata Tisa will fa- face off in the Corvallis on today's show, which I'll talk about on Sunday. And in our first of two second round matches of New Japan Cup, we had Evil going against Jeff Cobb. Evil getting the win at 17 minutes and 42 seconds via Everything is Evil. In the main event, uh, Mark Davis goes against Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay winning that match in 20 minutes and one second via Hidden Blade. So originally in the second quarterfinal, in the quarterfinals, it was supposed to be uh, Evil first Will Ospreay. I'll just spoil it right now. But Ospreay had to forfeit due to sore injury. So Mark Davis took his spot. But I'll talk about their match on Sunday show. So the final uh, second round matches from March 15th, we had Dave Phil for Scarlet Con and Shulama for TV Champs, Zack Sabre Jr. Corfalls were today as I'm recording Friday, March 17th and Saturday, March 18th. So on today's show, it's an offer to Naito and Evil for Mark Davis. And then we, on um, Saturday, March 18th, it would be IWGP Tag Champs for Goto for his number champion, Tamatanga. And then, I'm going to spoil it all on Wednesday when we get to Wednesday shows. David Finley or Gray Congo gets the winner of the Sabre Jr. Shooter Umino match. So that was New Japan Cup. Then we go to Dragon Gate's Glorious Gate Night 3. So we had in six minutes actually with the Courage of Yuki Yoshioka, Matt, Matt Oka, Kiyuta, and Dragon Dia defeat C. Brass's Open the Dream Gate, James Shun Skywalker, Kai and Hayo, Fia Ron Larry on Hayo, 12 minutes and 39 seconds. Ita defeat Kogamama Ishiwakwa twice the first time via kick to the face in five seconds. So they had a rematch. So Ita beat him again this by, by Imperial Uno, eight minutes and five seconds. In tag match with Jinki Horiguchi and Yoshi Ikikato defeat Punch Tama Aiga and Shahiko Boy via backbreaker on Punch, eight minutes and 49 seconds. We have Masasaki Mochizuki defeat Daki Yanaguchi via middle kick, seven minutes and 21 seconds. And tag team match with Don Fuji and Kitu Nagano defeat Rai Fujita, Fuda, sorry, and Mochizuki Jr. via Gale Clutch on Fuda, 8 minutes and 55 seconds. And the maybe a six minute tag team match, we had Natural Fizes, one half of the Open the Twin Gate Champions, sorry, the Open the Twin Gate Champions Kazi and Big Flash Mushu. Sorry, this was an eight man tag. I actually wrote six in my notes. So it was Natural Fizes, Open the Twin Gate Champions Kazi, Big Flash Mushu, Stream Machine J, Jackie Fucking Kame, Defeating Gold Class as Open the Triangle Gate Champions, Kota Minyora, BB Hawk, and Ben K, Tio Minyora, Fiat Crucifix on Minyora, 17 minutes and 10 seconds. So that was Dragon Gate there. Now we go to Monday Night Raw from March 13th. This was from Providence, Rhode Island. So we kick it off with Edge 
makes his way down to the ring. He says, no, he's here. So that's the universe. So he calls Finn Balor out to the ring, puts, put their issues to bed. All of a sudden, we hear Judgment Day's music hits, and they show up on the ramp. Balor says he wants to hear what Edge has to say. He says he didn't come to province to talk, but to end things. He says he knows Balor will just hide backstage while the rest of Judgment Day attacks him. And the cycle just repeats himself. He says Balor challenged him to a match at WrestleMania a couple weeks ago. He says if he wants it, he's got it. Balor celebrates by telling he'll be Edge, but Edge customers says he accomplish. <laughs> when it's to be done for time runs out. He admits Balor makes Judgment Day better, calls the group an emo delight. This is whatever he's doing at work because the group has gotten better of him because of him. He says Ballard forced him to utter the words, I quit, and tax his wife. He says there's only one way to settle their issues, so he challenged him to a Hell in a Cell match, which has been fully confirmed for Mania. Ballard says he's been to Hell, and before Hell spits him out, because he couldn't handle his demons, so he accepts Edge's challenge. Then he orders the rest of Judgment Day to attack him. So they do, and then also here comes Dr. Loomis, Johnny Gargano, and Cancel Ray to run him and helps Edge with some backup. That was just a, not a bad way to uh, kick off Raw. Balor teasing the bringing back the demon for Mania, which I kind of hope he does. So we come back for break. We go to our first match. We have Dominic Christero and Dave Priest on Judgment Day. Go against Johnny Gargano and Dexter Loomis. Gargano's raising some right hands on Dominic in the corner. Dominic fires back with a kick of the short tackle, but Gargano hits an arm drag, lands a kick on Mysterio's head. So Priest and Loomis tags in. They log before Damian gains the upper hand, delivers a short tackle. Dexter kicks up and Priest with him into the corner. Dexter misses a drop, he dropped the hold, then takes Gargano back in. Priest delivers a right hand, then gets Gargano up on his shoulder, sends him in the top turnbuckle face first. Mr. Dominic takes and hits a bunch of right hands and whips Gargano into the corner. Gargano hits a hurricane, but still rolls out of the ring. Gargano catches him with a kick off the apron and hits a cannonball, sends it to a break. We come back for break. Priest sends Gargano to the top turnbuckle face first and takes in Mysterio. Then if you lose the same to him, uh, sorry, Mysterio beats down Gargano. Sorry, I got hit my notes here. Takes him, Priest, Priest is broken and takes Mysterio back in. Mysterio delivers three Migos, falls with a draw kick, that's in Gargano to the rope, sits safe on a bunker, that's in his spear. Priest and Loomis takes back him. Loomis has a few right hands, spawn bust for Dominic, tries to interfere, and Loomis does the same to him. Loomis hits a splash to both men. He delivers a bulldog to Dominic in a back suit place at Priest. Falls up with a lay drop and Mysterio makes the blind tag. He rolls up uh, Dex with her feet on the ropes, but Candice really pushes them off. So Rhea attacks her, sends her into the barricade. And sends her down. So Priest comes out and lays him out with a clothes on. Then he makes the tag. Then he gets the rain plane. Dominic hits a frog splash for a two count. But Gargano breaks up the fall. Priest tries to die, but Gargano takes him out. Priest takes back and hits a spin heel kick and then fall by to Loomis and then he self a heaven for the win at 11 minutes and 49 seconds. Not a bad match to kick off. I give it 6 out of 10. Not a bad way to kick off Raw. Then we go to a video from earlier today where Kathy Kelly's backstage. We see the host of WrestleMania, the Miz, rise of the arena, is immediately approached by Gable, Chad Gable. And Gable asks Miz if he's seen Otis, and Miz says he hasn't seen his lost pet as he just got to the arena. Gable says he'll make flyers and walks off. So Kathy asks Miz a question. Before he can really answer, we hear a loud noise. The camera pans over. We see damage control laying out Trish Stratus. They close that statement. So back to the ringside area. We see MVP and almost make their way down the ring. MVP says Brock Lesnar is a good athlete, but a terrible tactician. Then he says Lesnar made the biggest mistake of his career by accepting a WrestleMania match against almost. 
Speaking of Brock Lesnar, his music hits and he has sent to the ring. Lesnar sees up sizes, sorry, sees this, sizes up almost before almost makes a fist to show Lesnar's size of his hand. Offers his hand to Lesnar and he shakes it, but almost refuses to lose. Release of which I'll lean up down to the outside. Before that, sorry, uh, Lesnar trying to go for a German suplex, but almost blocks it. Then botches from him over the top rope. So when he finally does, official run makes sure to stay apart from her, and Brock Lesnar walks away. Then we head to a video of Jay Uso turning on Sami Zayn following the event of last week's Raw, as well as Cody Rhodes confronting the Usos last week on SmackDown, and then the brawl between the Usos, Rhodes, and Same. But speaking of Cody Rhodes, we get him the winner of the Men's Royal Rumble match, go against LA Knight. So the match starts over a lockup with then LA hits a right hand, but Cody Rhodes fires back with an arm drag and a back for Knight shoves him into the corner. Rhodes delivers a running knee, goes for a cover, but only got two count. They spill to the outside where Cody sends Knight crash into the barricade in the ring steps. He gets Knight back in the ring, climbs the top rope, but Knight meets him there, hits a superplex. That sends us to a commercial break. We come back from break. Cody looks for a delayed vertical suplex, but Knight escapes into DDT. Rhodes fires back with a back elbow and a slap and followed by a power slam, and he gets fired up. Hits the sash kick, goes for a cover, but LA Knight kicks out. Knight plants Rhodes, but Rhodes hits the Cody Cutter and then cross Rhodes for the win at 6 minutes and 43 seconds. This was a fun match. I gave it 7 out of 10. Then after the match, he grabs Cody grabs a microphone and he says he keeps hearing Warren from Paul Heyman. He stay on the bloodline's business. He said it doesn't work for the bloodline and can fight along Cody or er, Cody Owens. Kevin Owens is same as same. He also he also heard Heyman say not to make things personal. Then says that's a joke. He says it's been personal since he started appearing at 21 years old and gets choked up every week. He says he acknowledges Roman Reigns, but Reigns needs a lot to acknowledge him. He says his time since come back to the WWE has been perfect and he reigns undefeated. He says he has earned nothing all for his hard work, but this far by Mania, where the sun goes down in Hollywood, the sun also goes down Reigns' title run. He says he's playing Reigns and comes to the first route to come the undisputed Universal Champion. Good way to close. That's it. And pretty much he's saying that he didn't really official, but he Cody Rhodes said that night two, which we all pretty much knew that it was going to be even the second night Mania. But he was a good babyface promo for Cody Rhodes. So then we go backstage. We see Byron says for Seth Rollins. Byron asks for Seth's reaction to be not good by Logan Paul last week. Rollins says, well, Paul did indeed the better of him. You can't keep him down. So we see the Miz walks in and says Rollins is jealous that Logan knocked him out last week. Miz is as host of WrestleMania. He's privileged to certain information. And now that Logan will be hosting an uh, episode of his show Impulsive next week with him as a guest. Then also we see Baron Corbin walks in and says his schedule is free if he wants to co-host a Mania. Miz did originally decline his offer. Then Corbin offers his knowledge to Rollins. Rollins says Baby Dar could do a better job teaching him. Then Corbin says he's lucky to him after tonight. Then Rollins then Rollins a challenge from in the show before he walks off. So Miz says if Corbin could take uh, Rollins out, then he'll consider him being a co-host of Mania. Then we got our next match. We got Bronze Rigo going over with Elias. <coughs> Excuse me. Reed tackles Elias and then hits an elbow drop. Then a right hand delivers a hit butt. Splash in the corner. Elias goes for a, looks for a splash, but Reed catches him. Elias escapes at the running knee, but Bronze and Firefell clothesline, power slams, and then a tsunami for the quick win at two minutes and nine seconds. I give this one out of ten. This is not neat to be on the show, but I'm actually see, happy to see Bronze and Reed on TV. But yeah, this need this need not be have to be on the show. Then we go backstage. Captain Kelly is outside the doctor's office. 
before Gable walks in and hands Kathy a missing flyer of Otis. Then we see the women's tag champs Lita and Becky Lynch storm past them. Nor is Kathy Kelly's request for a comment. Then we come back for break. We see Kathy is with Kevin Owens. And she has Owens, but he's a come match with Solo Sokoa. That is a street fight. And Owens says he wants to keep competing the match alone and doesn't want same as Eric Cody Rhodes help tonight in the show. Then we get the recap of the confrontation between the U.S. champ Austin Theory and John Cena from last week, which up their match for WrestleMania. Speaking of Theory, we see a video from earlier today of the confrontation between Street Profits and Theory. Theory breaks how he's going to beat Cena on Mania, then he asks which one of the Street Profits is tougher. He answers his own question, points to Angel Dawkins before taking several jabs at Montez Ford. Angel then challenges Theory to a match for the show, and Theory accepts for making fun of the fact that Street Profits doesn't match for WrestleMania just yet. Which they'll probably will. So we go to that match now, a non-title match. US champ Austin Theory versus Andrew Dawkins. So we start off with a lockup. Theory delivers a back elbow. This is Dawkins face versus the top turnbuckle. He whips Dawkins into the corner, but Dawkins fires back with a draw kick and then plants him. Theory delivers a right hand and a snap mirror that locks at chin lock. Andrew escapes and Theory lives a right hand, but Dawkins fires by one of his own. Theory pulls him out of the ring, tosses him to the barricade, then raises some right hands that sends us to a commercial break. We come back for break. Theory throws a right hand. Angel hits a suplex, a pair of clotheslines, falls over the back elbow, and a splash. Hits it into Gary in a double underhook suplex. But Theory fires back with a draw kick, right hand, and then the A town down for the win at 7 minutes and 26 seconds. I give this match five. This wasn't bad. This just gives Theory some momentum into his title match with Cena on Mania. So after the match, Theory sends a message to Cena by locking in the STF on Dawkins before Montez 4 makes the save. We find out later in the show that match will happen next. This Monday on Raw. Then here comes Steve first inductee of the 2023 Hall of Fame class. Rey Mysterio, he comes out of the ring. He thanks the WWE Universe for applause. It feels good to be back on Raw. He says he celebrated 20 years in WWE last year. Now he's about to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. He says this war isn't just for him, but for all the fans. Then all of a sudden we hear Dominic Mysterio's music hits and he hits down to the ring. Uh, Dominic Catholic congratulates his father. Says he did Hall of Fame reduction for his entire life into the wrestling business. He says Ray on earned the honor as his expense. Then Ray chooses the fans over his own kids. He asks Ray how it feels not many nights he went without a father. It says Ray promised him to take him out in the eighth grade. In addition, once he got opportunity at WrestleMania, Dominic says Ray prays to get him a new car 16. All his friends got Mercedes while he got a BMW. Then says Ray is afraid because he's a he's a sad, ugly excuse of a father. Dominic says he'll let Ray enjoy his Hall of Fame weekend. Then he'll make it better. He challenges him to a match of Mania. Ray de- declines the challenge. He said he won't fight him. He tells him he loves him and always will, but there won't be a media match. Ray leaves the ring as Dominic berates him. Dominic says Ray ran away from Raw. Him and his entire family they said Tom is one not to be the closest I'd say, man. I mean, we got like two weeks of like I hope they make this match official soon. Then we go backstage. Kathy Kelly's with the women's tag teams, Becky Lynch, Leah, and Trish Stratus. Leah says if Dennis Control is going to divide and conquer, then they should hit harder. And then Trish Stratus says, oh, can Dennis Control act as pissing her off? Then we go to our next match. Seth Rollins goes well with Baron Corbin. Corbin wastes no time as he hits a series of kicks and right hands. Then the bell rings. He hits a knee. Rollins fires back with several right hands of his own. Kick to the midsection of Corbin and close line to the outside. Hits a toe base with Cena and sends him over the announce table. He sends Corbin crash on top of the Miz, then gets him in the ring, does a super kick. Miz tries to interfere with Rollins, gets him in the ring, hits a curse on the Corbin off Miz's back for the victory at 2 minutes and 25 seconds. I get this 2 out of 10. 
Then we go backstage, we see Chad Gable's looking for Otis. Mustafa Ali walks in and tells Gable to be positive, but Gable tells him to shush. Then he spots Otis having a photo with the Maxwell male models and asks him what happened to their match with uh, the Good Brothers. Turns out Mansoor had a... He couldn't compete to a broken nail. LOL. So the match got pushed back to this Monday on Raw. Gable pops in the shot. Mansoor tells Gable he broke his camera. And Maxine Dupree tells him they had to go. Gable says... Even though they missed their morning session, he needs to get back on track within 20 minutes. Maxine calls Otis to join him, and all... Otis applies as a heartbroken Gable watches on. Then we go to a non title match with Rubble Machine Bianca Beller going with Chelsea Green. Match starts with a lock and for Beller since Green crashes into the mat. Short tackle to backbreaker. Falls with a standing moonsault. At Green falls with a standing moonsault, but drags Beller to the ring, but the referee says get back inside. Carmella takes advantage of distraction and does kick to Beller's head as we go to commercial. We come back from break. Chelsea whips Bianca into the corner for playing her. Beller executes a side slam, falls with a close on a draw kick. She delivers a short to the Green's midsection, did a delay vertical suplex and kicks up. Looks for a moonsault off the road, but Green gets her knees up. She beats down Beller, but she missed to hit the KOD for the win at 5 minutes and 53 seconds. I give this 4 out of 10. Then after the match, Carmella and Chelsea Green launched out about Bianca Beller, but here comes the number one for the Raw Women's Hall Oscars music, and she helps her. They take out Carmella and Chelsea Green. And then after they do that, Oscar picks up the Raw Woman's Tall, parades around the ring, then smiles and laughs as the blue mist coats her teeth. Then she drops the Raw Woman's Tall and goes to the back. Then we go to our main event. We have the street fight. Kevin Owens going one with Sola Sokoa. They had a match last week, but Owens won by DK after Jimmy interfered. So Owens Sokoa began brawling on the ramp. Owens tosses Sokoa in the ring before Solo hits a chop. Owens hits the back. Owens is sent on, but Sola. Rolls to the outside. Owens goes after and Sokoa's and barricade spine first. Owens learns to close on and then steps on Sokoa's hand and hits a chop. Solo, Sokoa fires back with his own. This sends Owens' head repeatedly crashing in the announce table. Owens just sends Sokoa and sits him back in the ring. Solo catches Owens with a small drop the right hand of his head and stomp to his chest. He throws a hip up, then sends Owens to the outside and grabs a couple of chairs from under the ring. Owens sends Sokoa crashing into the ring, says to grab the table from under the ring, but Sokoa sends him the timekeeper's table and puts the table back under the ring for a commercial break. We come back from break. Owen tosses chairs into the ring. He picks one and hits Sokoa's shoulders with it. He sets up six chairs in the ring facing one another. He puts Sol across them, climbs to the top of it, Sokoa meets him up there. Owens pushes him up for Sokoa. Military presses them off the top or under those chairs. That looked painful. They go back out to the outside for Kevin Owens since Sokoa in the ring post. In the barricade, so they brawl for the crowd. Sends him crashing the Triton. They go for the gorilla position where the Usos catch Owens with his double super kick. They drag him back out to ringside. So Sokoa hits a the Usos hit another super kick. Sokoa hits the Samoan spike to get the three count at nine minutes and twenty eight seconds. I give this six out of ten. This wasn't a bad street fight. And but I celebrate to close out Raw. Not a bad episode of Raw. Honestly, the only matches I say recommend checking out will be. The opening match, Cody Rhodes for Zelda, and then the street fight. That's the only three I say go checking out. But this Monday on Raw, we have Good Brothers, Luke Gass, Carl Anderson versus Maxwell Male Models. In a non-time match, U.S. Champion Austin Theory versus Montez Ford. Raw Women's Champion Bill Teens over WrestleMania Pop. Oscar to go against Carmel and Chelsea Green. That's the only three matches we made for Raw so far. And then the Mania occurred so far. Roman Reigns defeats on speed of years to against the winner of the World Rumble, Cody Rhodes. Charlotte Flair defends the SmackDown Women's Hulk against the winner of the Women's Royal Rumble match for Ripley. 
Bianca Belair defends the Raw Women's Hall against Asuka. Brock Lesnar against Omos. Gunther defends the Intercontinental against either Drew McIntyre or Sheamus. They'll wrestle tonight on SmackDown to run out Tinder. Austin Theory defends the U.S. Hall against John Cena. Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. Six-woman tag team match. We have Damage Control, Bailey, Eos Guy, and Dakota Kai. Go against the women's tag champs, Becky Lynch and Lita, along with Trish Stratus. And Edge versus Finn Balor inside Hell in a Cell. So that's eight matches made for Mania so far. I imagine they'll probably add, I'd say, I probably wouldn't say any more than four matches, but anyway, that was Raw, so that wasn't too bad. Now we'll go to Tuesday, March 14th shows. So we will start with All Japan Pro Wrestling's Dream Power Series. So Dan Taylor versus Hikaru Sato into the 10 minute draw. It's a tag team match with the Sato Brothers, June and Ray, defeating Gunner of Anarchies. Shout out to Ashino and Raku Honda via Dora Hale Pile Driver on Honda, 7 to 11 seconds. Then we get the return of the All Japan Pro Wrestling TV six man tag team titles. ATM Togo Orma and Black Manorense defeating Gunner of Anarchies, Yusuke Kamada. Maso Hanabata for Jackknife Shrimp, 9 minutes and 36 seconds. And also Black Tiger, sorry, that was the other participant in that match. And then, and then six man tattoos we have World Tag Champions Yoma Oigari and Nayo Nomura teams up with Aisuki Oigai defeating Ryo Inoue, Yoma and Asani and OJ Shiba via maximum on Inoue in nine minutes. The number one contender for the Triple Crown Heavyweight title, Shuji Ishiwako defeat Okito Omar via Splash Mountain, eight minutes, 26 seconds. And a six person tag match with Suwama, Mayuami Osaki and Maya Yokohiri defeating all Asian tag team champ Yoshitatsu, Yokei Saikai, and Saki via backdrop on Yoshitatsu, 17 minutes and 17 seconds. Kento Miyahara defeating Yoshiki Nirimura from Pro Wrestling Noah via shutdown, 10 minutes and 33 seconds. And for the junior heavyweight title, Inarki Doi retaining against Ryzen Hayato via riding kick, 17 minutes and 16 seconds. So that was all Japan Pro Wrestling. Now we'll go to Pro Wrestling Noah's Sunny Forge Day 4. This is the opening match. We had Yashitaka Yano and Soichi Taniguchi defeating Kenya Okada and Daiji Ozawa in eight and a half minutes. Kano defeating Jitsu Tachim Daigi Emba via right high kick, nine minutes and 42 seconds. Minoku Soya defeating the other half of the Jitsu Tachim's Masaki Mia, six minutes and 59 seconds via Lariat. And six man tag team match, we had Lancelot, Super Crazy, and Extreme Tiger defeating Congo's Tedeske, Hydra Aura, and High 69 via Spanish Fly, 10 minutes and 21 seconds. Hayata defeating Junior Heavyweight Tag Champ Yoshinari Elgata via Boston Crab, 23 minutes and 54 seconds. Chris Ridgway defeat the other half of the Junior Tag Champs, Ita, 7 minutes and 35 seconds via Vertical Drop Brainbuster. And the main event, GC have with Jim Kitu Kiyomiya, Tinsel Yohei, defeating Good Looking Gentlemen, Jake Lee, and Anthony Green via Japanese leg roll clutch hold, 16 minutes and 5 seconds. Pro Wrestling Noah. Now I'll run down Dark right quick. So we had five match, the opening match, we had Dark Orders. Alex Ryan John Silver defeating the Outrunners, Truth Bandom, and Turbo Floyd. 5 minutes and 18 seconds. Riho defeat D. Monte, 7 minutes and 33 seconds. 
Sonny Kiss defeating Terry Kidd, 2 minutes and 58 seconds. Julia Hart defeating Zoe Lynn, 2 minutes and 39 seconds. And Ashley and Drag defeat Lee Johnson, 12 minutes and 50 seconds. So that was AW Dark. And then we'll do NWA Power. So we hit the semifinal, first of two semifinals of the Women's Television Tele Tournament. Kenzie Page defeating Ashley Dean Boys, 4 minutes and 21 seconds. Mike Knox defeating Stace Alexander, 4 minutes and 44 seconds. For the Men's Television Tele, Tom Latimer, the champ defeat Red Ties, 4 minutes and 26 seconds. And then champ first champ match to Junior Boy Champ Kerry Moore defeating NWA World Tag Champ Mega Wolf, 9 minutes and 58 seconds. So that was NWA. Now we'll go to NWA MLW's Underground Episode 6. So we had a hardcore match. Ricky Shane Page between minutes 1 or 11 minutes and 5 seconds. For the middleweight tall, Lindsay Doral retaining against La Estrada, 8 minutes and 8 seconds. And for the MLW World Tag Tiles, it is Street Fight. Small and SWAT team, the challengers, does Juicy Fun, Fanu, and Linton and Noe. Defeating the champions, Hustle and Power, Calvin Tankman, and EJ Nuga in five minutes and six seconds. So that is, <clears throat> excuse me, NWA Power. Oh, I'm sorry, wow, my brain. Sorry, guys. Um, So that was MLW Underground. Now we'll go to NXT. So we kick it off with a recap of Roblox. Then we got Johnny Gargano. He comes out of the ring. He says he needs fans to do a fair watch out for Grayson Waller. Because his last time he was in NXT ring, he would teach his son to be the best man he could be. He says he's back to finish his story because it ended on a cliffhanger. 15 months ago, he says something has been missing since Return to Raw. And his last appearance at NXT ended up on him on the announce table. With Grayson Waller staying over him. Waller took his heart and soul from him. Gargano says he gave Waller the gift of winning in order to see what he did at the moment. Says the last guy to take him out was Tommaso Ciampa. Then he says Waller had two chances at, at the NXT title and lost both of them and turns back on everyone. Gargano says NXT is his home and tells him you don't screw with a man's home. Then we get Fick Joseph says he, hand, he hands Gargano's phone with a large string pulp that Waller is at his home and Gargano runs to the back. Then we head to a video of our note today where Wesley, the North American champion, pulled up to the arena. As he's got to stick by Lee's side to his open challenge comes about. So he'd be the one to answer. So we said we basically for eight hours. So they went to get food. And we come back for break. We see Gargano storming out of the arena, getting into his car as Mackenzie Mitchell tries to catch up with them. Mackenzie tells the camera person to stay with Gargano. Then we go to our first match of the evening for the NXT tag team titles. We got Gallus, that is Mark Coffey and Wolfgang, the champions. Defending gets pretty daily, that's Kit Wilson, Elm Prince. So Coffey and Prince lock up starts this match. Then Prince slaps Coffey, but Coffey catches with a right hand and a back elbow. Prince rolls to the outside for a breathable Wolfgang, forces him back inside the ring. Kit Wilson tags in Coffey, executes an arm drag and tags in Wolfgang. Wolfgang hits an arm drag of his own, then delivers a splash in the corner for tossing Wilson across the ring. Wilson fires back with a couple kicks and a short to Wolfgang's midsection. But Wolfgang catches him and plants him. Coffee gets in, takes and tags him. Gallus beats out Wilson. Prince tries to interfere, but Gallus extends pretty dead to the outside for a commercial break. We come after break. Prince takes a cheap shot of coffee, allowing Wilson to hit a back suplex. 
Elm Prince tags in, hit the leg drop, pair of knees to the spine of coffee. Wilson takes back in, delivers knees to the side of coffee, then hits a short to his midsection, takes back in Prince. Prince hits a splash and an elbow, then continues to beat down coffee. Wilson takes in a pair of knees, then takes Prince back in. So Mark Coffee finally makes the hot take to Wolfgang. He hits a short tackle to draw kick. Hits a splash in the corner, climbs to the top and hits a double exhale and a body slam. Coffee takes in Gallatin, double chokes in the Prince. Coffee goes for a pin, but Wilson breaks up the fall. Wolfgang tries to tag him, but Pretty Deli sends him out of the ring, toss over the announce table. Pretty Deli grabs one of the NXT tag team tosses, but the referee catches Prince with his. Coffee hit Wilson hits Coffee with his, but Mark Coffee kicks out the last second. Pretty Daly then looks for Spill Mibble. Wolfgang saves his partner and tags him. Gallus then delivers the running knee power slam combo for the win at 12 and a half minutes. I give this one 7 out of 10. This was a fun opener. Then we go backstage. We see what happened. The NXT World Tag James found Henley. It's with Josh Briggs breaking into Keon James' office. Henley's about to pick the lock, but Briggs opens the door and they begin to look for anything that points to James cheating on Brooks Jansen. Henley finds a contract for a match stand deliver. If it's going to be a qualifying match for the women's title ladder match to stand deliver, Henley then finds a planner, reads what's written in it. She finds something there called Operation Boyfriend and crafts a costume that gets Brooks to get found to tag me written on him. Then they set a different date with drinks with Sebastian written on it. Then they come across the Karen Flowers last week and discovered that the note was Sebastian. They exchange for a date. Henley takes a picture and they leave. Then we come back from the break we had to reveal like the physician probably on the women's champ Roxanne Perez. They have yet to vote why Perez collapsed last week. So we got a woman's title. Uh title qualifying match. We know Roxanne Perez is gonna be in it, but as of right now, it is vacated per Shawn Michaels on Twitter. So we have these qualifying match. We have two on this show, then we got two coming up on this Tuesday. So the first one is so he starts to get Soul Roca. Master of the lockup, Soul put, shoves Starks, then hits a kick to our mid session, falls with a back body drop. Stark out of the ring for Britain, then gets back inside and delivers Nina Rooka's mid section. Rooka had to code breaker, but Starks rolls to the outside, then beats down Rooka and tosses her back and hits a slide Lyria. They go back and forth right hands for Rooka. It's a pair of short tackles and a splash in the corner. She falls with a power sign, close Starks out of the ring and hits the moves off the top rope. Rooka tosses back. Go first, but so he target counters it, hits the Sid's 360. That's basically off flipping go to sleep for the win at four minutes and 35 seconds for less than five minute match. It was pretty good. So it wasn't so sorry, sorry, first person to qualify for the women's title line match stand deliver. And speaking of standalone, we're going to find the next challenger for the NXT Women's Tag Team titles is a number one contender triple threat match with Abelfar, Aladon against Kane Card, and Katanja, the former champs, and Ivan Alantay and Baxley. So it was all three women in the ring. Basically, you have to take your own partners. I actually like that better than... <coughs> Excuse me. Um, better than doing one-on-one, taking people in. So Chance, Don, and Paxley start this match off. So Katandra rolls up uh, Don. Don kicks out before Chance is a drunk team Paxley. Kane Carter tags in. Don rolls up Carter, but Carter kicks out too. Alvafar tags in, and Don hits a serious kicks to Carter, but Chance tags in and pins Alvafar. But Tatum break up the cover. Then she tags in Ivan Nile. Ivan Nile takes her chance of fire before Chance looks for a cross by off top rope, but Alvafar catches her and plants her down to the mat. 
Uh, Don takes back in and Ivy now looks for Tate, but Tatum pops off the apron. So she turns her back on her. Don levels Nile, then hits a kick to Chance as Paxley beats down on the outside with a soccer kick to the midsection. Tatum throws Ivy back in the ring, which is fire to hit the double team move on her for the win. It was a backbreaker swanton combination for the win at four minutes and 10 seconds. I give this one five out of 10. This wasn't bad. Yeah, this wasn't bad, so kick on chance. And <clears throat> sorry, Alfar and I don't watch out for, for the title sustained deliver against Henley and James. Wasn't bad, like I said, five out of ten. And then here comes Eli Dragon off his career in WWE has been a life change for himself and his family. Then addresses JD McDonough. He says it's been a been a blemish, then says he needs to put it to him once and for all. Speaking of JD McDonough, he comes down to the ring. He says him and Selvin Dragon are two sides of the same coin, or more so than he knows. He says they both failed to capture the NXT title. This is Dragon up to control of his own life if he wanted to. He says Dragon up's body's both his greatest strength and weakness. Elias says things will end next week and left with McDonald's when he finishes. So they begin to brawl with each other. He closes on out of the ring and they brawl back out of the arena. We come back from break and we see Tyler Bray and Thea Hill meditating. Andre Trace walks in and dismisses them so they can talk to Duke Hudson. So he can talk to Duke Hudson. Hudson says he thinks wins are everything. People would judge him based on that. Chase says he believes the same thing before Chase U was born. He says Chase U is about so much more than materials. So it's a place for people to grow. Chase says Hudson as well as people. He says he now lives and dies with every loss of shaking. Instead of skating like he, by like he used to. He says, well, Hudson might think Chase U has done nothing for him. It might give him everything. Andre Chase walks away before Ava Rain appears and plays Matthew Duke. Then we go backstage. We see a bunch of super... Bunch of wrestlers in the back brawling for the North American title challenge first. So we were supposed to have this match, but it doesn't happen as unless we hit to the ring. And everybody's bills to the ramp. Axum did slide in first by Scripps, takes about a draw kick off the top rope. Here goes Jay McDonough. He's like he takes a leap, but Jagadoff beats him down. So Wesley takes everybody to dive over the top rope. And then yeah, so that match never happens. Then we go backstage, but is with Dragon Lee, and she welcomes Lee to NXT. Then that's what we see from Dragon says he can literally show what the world he can do. I can't wait till he, I know he debuted on a house show, but I can't wait to see him on TV. Then we were back from break. We go Mackenzie Mitchell. She's with JC Jane this time, and Jane says G Jones know where good she is. Mackenzie, but Dolan did up being her, and, and Jane says Dolan separate her short a minute into the match. She says that Gigi considers to be a victory. She's more pathetic than she thought. JC says she's going to be thinking about Dolan every minute. She's away, and when she does return, she'll break Dolan's heart once again. Then we go to the next match. We have Apollo Cruz going with Double Kato. Cruz waits until he hits a splash off the top of the Kato on the outside. Then he begins brought on the ring for the get in the ring, and the bell sounds. Cruz sends Kato to the back to the outside and hits a double axe for uh, Double Kato to toss him to the barricade. He charges a Cruz, but Cruz moves out of the way, and Kato crashes the ring steps. Kirsten gets Kato in the ring and hits a stomp, but Dalva Kato hits a massive right hand and a big boot for a commercial break. We come back for break. Dalva Kato has Cruz on his shoulders and plants James's knee on the back of Cruz's neck. Then hits a leg drop. Cruz sends Kato bounces off the top rope, hits a splash in the corner, falls with a suplex, then falls into the top rope for a frog, hits a frog splash for a two count. They go back to the outside and Dalva Kato plants Cruz on the ring steps. The referee begins the 10 count. Cruz just barely beats it back at nine. But Davo Kato hits the double hand choke slam for the win at 8 minutes and 45 seconds. 
and I, this wasn't bad. I give it four out of ten. And then we head over to a video from the NXT Anonymous Twitter account of North America James Lest we less we Lee and Shawn Michaels talking. Lee says he wants to prove himself with the open challenges to he keeps holding, and Michaels understood that would be better than anyone. So Lee did request ten opponents, basically a battle monster and deliver. But Michaels he can't do that, but he'll give him four of his choosing. Lee thinks when shakes his hand. So we found out that would be a five-way match. Lee could pick his opponents at stand deliver. Do we over to the NXT Woods Tag Champ? Kano James and Brooks Jansen. James leaves a voicemail for Henley and asks where she where she is. She needs her at ringside for a coming match before Jansen tells James he can't reach Briggs either. Brooks offers to come down to ringside with Kiana, but Kiana says she doesn't need him there. A look at this point overtakes Brooks' face, and James says she didn't mean it like that. So he goes for a kiss, but Kiana left already. So we go to that may, our final match of the evening. The other women's tall water match qualifying match. Women's tag team Kiana James good Gigi Dolan. Lockup starts the matchup. Joel rolls up James for a two count. Gigi with a snap and a running knee, but Kiana fires back with a running knee. And a short in the midsection of Dolan. Falls up with a neck breaker, but Dolan missed kick to the face. Three more, and then hits the Gigi driver for the quick win at two minutes and 45 seconds. This was too short. I gave it three out of 10. So Gigi Dolan Dutch joins Tori Starks in the women's title water match. They didn't deliver. Then after the match, no one contenders for the women's tag titles. Alpha Fire and Aladon attack. Kiana and a broke Jensen makes the save. Then we head to a video of Grayson Waller and Johnny Gargaro brawling on Gargano's front lawn at Zaya's house. They reach the steps of his house, continue fighting. Candice LeRae opens the door, asks what's going on. Gargano tells her to go inside and lock the door. So Grayson hits Gargano with a rake as LeRae tells Waller to go home Quill in her arms. Waller taunts LeRae and Quill and retreats as, Le- retreats as LeRae checks on Gargano. Then we go backstage to the locker room area. We see Brooke Jansen checking on Keon James. Found Henley and Josh Briggs walking in. Henley asks if James is okay. James says she isn't, and Henley says she didn't know about her match earlier in the show. She explains she was jumped by Aladon Abelfar due to our coming stand deliver match. Henley asked what match she was wearing and began to argue. Chris Brooks had to tell her that they had a triple threat match during the show. So I closed that statement. Then we go to our final match of the night. Carmel, the contract signed for the NXT Tall match stand deliver. Carmel Hayes asked the, where the host of the contract sign is, and NXT champ. Promise that they don't need anyone. Hayes agrees says the faster they can sign, the faster NXT champ can be crowned. Also, we hear the host of the Stand Deliver Pray Deli. They did say that in an interview that they will be the host. And now President only makes it for the host to stand delivered to look over his contract sign. Hayes says he made no disrespect to breakers to be recognized. He says April 1st will be a change of the guard when he takes the NXT title further and it's gone before, like he did with the North American title. Breaker says he agrees that Hayes made the North American title the A title, but he did that because he wasn't ready to hold the NXT title. He says he didn't want to face the version of Hayes. That that version of Hayes and says April 1st will be the first time that Hayes misses. Hayes says he doesn't want to break the Breaker smile on posters, but the one who won a war games and the one who made Tommaso Ciampa the win the NXT title for the first time. He says Breaker has been unstoppable for the fact that makes him sweeter and when he beats him, Bronze says hey, Carmelo has to show him his catchphrases and some just put on a t-shirt. It's just lost inch more of Carmelo Hayes' place than his. Carmelo says there's a lot of eyes on their upcoming match, but there's nothing new to them. He says they'll deliver on April 1st, but he has to make sure Breaker will too. Bronze says someone has to give him Hayes signs the contract. The Breaker does the same thing. Um, Prince says the things they could shake hands, so they're about to leave, but Prince has come for the drama. Kit Wilson pays for the drama, which leads to. They had a face off and then they put Pretty Daily for the table. Then they started trying to again to close up NXT. This actually wasn't a too bad of an episode. I actually liked it. 
I wish we did have the North American title match, but that's fine. I see the only match I recommend checking out for a cherry bit would be the opening match. That's the only one I recommend checking out. So next week on NXT this Tuesday, we had JD McDonald for Eli Dragunov. And earlier today, they confirmed two more qualifying matches for the women's tall ladder match. Larry Fakari goes on with Wendy Chu and Tiffy Strang is Indy Hartwell. That's the only three matches. And we also chased you and schism in the debate. Then on Stand Deliver, that is WrestleMania Saturday, April 1st. So far, we have five. I'm actually probably have one more, but I think five or six is enough. So with Grayson Water going with Johnny Gargano, Braun Breaker defeating the NXT title against Carmel Hayes. Women's title ladder match right now. It's so we start. She's doing the winner of the Lara Fakir Wendy Chu match versus the winner of the Stratton Hartwell match. And I don't know if they'll just do a four way or they might add one or two more, but I would add more than six. Keon James and Fallon Haley defends the NXT Boys titles against Applefire and Alan Don. And then in the five way North American title match, Wesley defends against four challengers of his choosing. So that was NXT, and that was Tuesday, March 14th shows. Now we will go to Wednesday, March 15th. So we will start with Dynamite from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. So in the trios match, we had the Blackpool Combat Classes, John Moxley, Ring of Honor World Champion, Claudio Casanoi, and the Pure Team, Larry Yuta. They defeated... Dark Horse, Evil Owners, Duke Grayson, and him and Adam Page, 13 minutes and 26 seconds. For the TBS title, Jay Cargo retains against Nicole Matthews in 43 seconds. Orange Cassidy retains the international title against Jeff Jarrett, 13 minutes and 36 seconds. In the House of Black, Malachi Black, Brody King, Buddy Matthews, they retain their trio styles against Jacob Preach Societies, Chris Jericho, Danny Garcia, and Sammy Guevara. In the elites, Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson at 21 minutes and 44 seconds. So that was Dynamite. Now we'll go to Stardom and Tagamatsu. So we have Ring Gors, Hana, and Saida defeat Momo Kongo and Yura Mizumori. 17, 7 minutes and 16 seconds, sorry. Saki Kashima defeat Kogama for recovery, 6 minutes and 47 seconds. And more tag team match, we have Club Phoenix's Mina Sh- Shagaraka and Mariah May defeating Queen Quest's High Speed Champ, Asumi, and Lady C via Implant DDT. 10 minutes and 23 seconds. We have Himika defeating Ruka via. Sorry, Rock up via running power bomb, even at the 14 seconds. We have Mayo and Itani and Hasuki represent stars versus male tiers Tam Nakano and Natsapoi. Ends in the 15 minute time on the draw. Six women tag match with Oyatai's Natsuka Tora, Momo and Watanabe, and Sarai Kid defeat Donna the Mondo's world star and champ Julia, Micah and Maya Sakura via Roost Drive, 14 minutes and 18 seconds. And more six women tag six women tag in the main event. We have God's Eyes Future Star and Champ Amasori, Marin Suri defeating Queen Quest's Wonder Star and Champ Sai Kanatani, Yutan Hayashida, and Mayu Amasaki via Blue Thunder 14 minutes and 23 seconds. So that was stardom. Then we had New Japan Cup night eight. So we had Aaron and R defeating Yutu Nakashima via Ultima, 9 minutes and 5 seconds. This was originally supposed to be a tag match, but because of Will Ospreay's uh, shore injury, they had to re- it was supposed to be Nari and Jeff Cobb against Nakashima, and I forget the other, I forget his partner was supposed to be, I do apologize. So we got a uh, six-man tag match. So we had United Empire's Aussie Opens, Kyle Fletcher, Mark Davis, and Jeff Cobb defeating IWGP Tag Champs, Bijamont and Raya Oyoe via Waterslide on Iowa, 9 minutes and 18 seconds. 
an eight-man tag match. We had just four guys, Taiji, Takamachinoko, Doki, Noshiba, Karamaru, defeating House of Torture, Evil, Yujiro Takahashi, Sho, and Dick Togo via Jiroju, 7 minutes and 59 seconds. In six-man tag match, we had Bullet Club's strong old boy, Jim Kenta, Chase Owens, and El Fantasmo. Defeating Never Grails of Destiny's Openweight, Never Openweight Champ Tamatanga and Jado teaming up with the Never Openweight Six Man Tag Champ Ren Narita via game over nine minutes and ten seconds. In ten man tag team action, we had Chaos's Leo Rush, Yo Toriano, and Toriishi. They team up Tayamahama. They defeating LAJ's Dream Over Champ Hiro Takahashi, KOPW 23 Champ Shingo Takagi, Sonata Tsuna, and Bushi via direct drive on Bushi 10 minutes and 23 seconds. So, and in our final second round matches, we had the first one, David Finley defeat Grail Khan via Trash Panda, 13 minutes and 7 seconds. In the main event, the final second round match of the 2023 New Japan Cup, Shota Uno defeating Television Champ Zack Sabre Jr. via Death Rider, 26 minutes and 12 seconds. So, the updated quarterfinals. So, today's show, March 17th, Sonata first to San Naito, and Evil first Mark Davis. And then on Saturday, March 18th, IWGP Tag Champ Hiroki Go for Openweight Champ Tamatanga and Dave Philly for Shit Umino. So the semifinals are on Sunday, March 19th. I'm not, I'll go, I'll talk about the semifinals on Sunday's episode. So the winner of the Sonata Naito match will meet the winner of the Evil Mark Davis match. And the winner of the Goto Tamatanga match meets the winner of the David Finley Shit Umino match. So that was New Japan. Then we go to Gleet. G Pro Wrestling Fund 46. And honestly, this is probably gonna be the last time I double glee on this show. Not, not in a bad way, just because there's so much wrestling. It's hard to keep up. So so we had Aishi Onosuka and you Aizuki defeat 60 seconds, Kaiji Sato and OG Shiba, 10 minutes and 44 seconds. Manabe and Mika Iwata defeat Michihiko Mayaki and Yurigi Hosho Alka, 10 minutes and 23 seconds. And honestly, I do apologize. I probably, I'm probably butchering some of these names, so I do apologize. So it's Soma Watanabe and T Hawk defeating June Tanso and Tosuda Isushi. Al Lundeman defeat G Fanny James Check Shimanati, 10 minutes and 50 seconds. And more Titanic with Bulk. Orchestra with G, the other half of the G Infinity Champion, Hayao Tatoma, and Quiet Storm to be Kaz, Hayashi, and Marana Tanaka. 12 minutes and 5 seconds. In a triple threat match, we had Kazuma Sakamoto defeating Sima and Koroto Suzuki. 13 minutes and 42 seconds. In the main event, 6 minute tag match, we had Black Generation International, G Rex Champion Kaito Ishua, Hartley Jackson, and Yuatani defeating Yan's family. That is Masu Kamanto, Takanora Ito, and Yusuki. Kanama, 18 minutes and 35 seconds. So that is the Wednesday shows. Then so we'll kick off Thursday, March 16th. So we'll start with Stardom in Osaka. So in a triple threat match, we had Lady C defeat Mobile Kago and Yuna Mitsumori via Schoolboy, 4 minutes and 20 seconds. Saki Kashima defeat Mayu Amasaki via Armlock, 7 minutes and 46 seconds. We had Club Venus defeating Stars, Mayo Antonio inside Ida, via Glorious Driver, 11 minutes and 11 seconds. Mel Tier defeat Donna Del Mondo's, Micah and Maya Sakiura, via Northern Cross, 10 minutes and 17 seconds. We had Queen Quests and six women, six women tag match with Queen Quests, Wonder Star and Champ, Sai High Speed Champion, Asumi and Yota Hayashida, defeating Stars, Hasuki, Kogma and Heaton, via Diamond Footstomp, 13 minutes and 38 seconds. 
in a non-title match, we have the World Upstar Chima Julia defeat Hamaka via Nora Lights Bomb, 10 minutes and 23 seconds. And a main event, eight-woman tag team match with God's Eye defeating Oya Ties. Now to Soka Tora, Momonatanabe, Starlight Kid, and Ruka via White Tiger, 16 minutes and 24 seconds. So that was stardom. Then we go to WWE main event. We had Cedric Alexander defeating Dante Chin, 5 minutes and 14 seconds. And Akira Tso defeating Trick Williams, 6 and a half minutes. Then we go to Impact Wrestling. So we had Jonathan Gresham and Mike Bailey defeating DK's Black Tour, Steve Tarus and Crazy Steve, 6 minutes and 22 seconds. Steve Macklin defeating Heath, 8 minutes and 2 seconds. Jai Fidel defeating Johnny Swinger, 3 minutes and 23 seconds. For the knockouts, tag team titles with Cobins, Kylan King, and Taylor Well, defeating the champions, Death Dolls, Bros. Man, Tyler Falkery, 7 minutes and 2 seconds. In the main event, we had a 6 minute tag team match with Bull Clubs' Impact World Tag Team Champions, Ace Austin, Chris Bay, Tino Kenta. They defeat Impact World Champion Josh Alexander, Rich Swan, and Frankie Kazarian, 13 minutes and 56 seconds. So next week on Impact, I'll run down the card right quick. So next week we have Dion Prosper just uh, Savannah Evans. Next tag team match with Bully Ray and Masha Slamovich go against Tommy Dreamer and Uncle Shame Mickey James. Digital media champ Joel Hendry teams with Dirty Don go against Brian Myers and Moose. And the design as Diener, Bitcoin, and Angels go against Time Machine as Kushida and the Motor Machine Guns. And for Sacrifice next Friday, March 24, we have Mickey James for not, not defending the Oscar Chamber against Joanne Grace. Josh Alexander defends the Impact Wild Tall against Rich Swan. Tommy Drew versus Bully Ray in a busted open match. Trey Miguel defends the X Fish Tall against a mystery opponent. Joe Hendry will defend the Digital Media Tall against Brian Mars. Jonathan Gresham one on one with Mike Bailey. We had Donna Diana Parazzo go against Giselle Shaw. And Impact World Champion Josh Alexander, Frankie Kazir, and Rich Swan. Team will go against Time Machine and Six Man Tag Team Action. And also PCO will go on with Kenny King. So that's nine match. Oh, and also, sorry, Bull Clubs is Ace Awesome for Chris Bay defending the Impact World Tongue is Shane Hayes and Bad Dude Tito of DMDK. So that's nine matches. That's actually not that bad. But that is. Oops, sorry, I got one more. So, Ring of Honor's episode three. So, in a proven ground match, we have Ring of Honor World Champ Claudio Castagnoli defeating Willie Max, 7 minutes and 13 seconds. We have Dante Martin defeating Mike Bennett, 10 minutes and 3 seconds. Blake Christian, Mental League defeating our Defiant Slim J of the Trustbusters, 8 minutes and 51 seconds. Eddie Kingston defeat GSK by submission, 2 minutes and 34 seconds. And another proven ground match, we have the Ring of Honor Women's Champion Athena defeating Haim, 4 minutes and 44 seconds. Silas Young defeating Marcus Cross at 3 minutes and 8 seconds. For the six-man titles, with the Embassy, Khan, Brian Cage, Toya Lodiona. Retain against Don Castle and the boys, Brandon and Brent Tate, 10 minutes and 20 seconds. Trisha Dore defeat Master Ring, 5 minutes and 14 seconds. Christopher Daniels and Matt Sidow defeat the Outrunners, Troop Magnum and Turbo Floyd, 2 minutes and 42 seconds. And for the pure title, Wheeler, Udite retains against Clark Connors, 9 minutes and 56 seconds. And that is the show for this week. I'm your host, Ethan Black. Me and John will be back on Sunday Top with the shows from Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Have a good day, guys.